Welcome to the Kitchen Table Theology Podcast, where Pastor Jeff Cranston, along with our host, Jen Denton, will discuss biblical theology in an understandable way. You'll discover how to apply biblical truth to your life. Thanks for joining us at the table. Let's get started. Hello again, Kitchen Table Theologians. So glad you joined me. I'm Jeff Cranston, and I really want to thank you for joining us here on Kitchen Table Theology. Let me ask you a question. Do you ever go outside at night simply to look up and gaze at the stars? I do that from time to time because I live in a neighborhood that has gas street lights instead of electric ones. And it's not because I live that far out in the country. It's just the way it is there. I, I'm, and what I found out, you can see the stars so much better. And every time I do it, I did it last night. I stand there kind of with my mouth hanging open in awe while recalling the words of Genesis 1.16. It's almost like an afterthought. He made the stars also. And I just really hope my neighbors don't ever see me. So... Anyway, for centuries, inquiring minds have been peering into space and gaining knowledge about the universe, and we've set foot on the moon. I believe that was in 1969, and we, in the next decade or so, will probably be, probably be setting foot on Mars. Um, still a lot of things we don't know, nor will we ever know or understand or comprehend, particularly when it comes to a full knowledge of God. You know, somebody said telescopes and microscopes are inadequate tools for observing God. Well, that's very true. But if that is very true, how then do we know him? Well, we know him because he has revealed himself to us through his son, Jesus, and through his word, the Bible. As we begin today's podcast, I am joined by my colleague, Jen Denton. And Jen is going to be a part of this podcast as our as our host. Um, she's been a part of this church for goodness, how many years? Fifteen, 15 years. <laughs> um, Jen's a wife and mom of two precious children. Uh, both teenagers or just one teenager and the other one about to be almost a teenager. Yeah. yeah. But acting like a teenager. Absolutely. Uh, and a sixty-year-old man other days. <laughs> Jen's been an educator for a long time, uh, half in the public uh, school system, half in private Christian school, has her undergraduate degree from Anderson University in, in Indiana, and her master's of education degree from National University in San Diego. And so, Jen, thanks for being a part of this. Welcome to the Kitchen Table Theology Podcast. Thanks for having me. You know, I am I'm so honored and I'm so excited to be here because I know as we were talking earlier, in my experience in education, whether that's education as a whole or specific Christian education, truth is truth, no matter how yeah. you slice it. And it's just a matter of how you're going to get those messages across to people and how that's going to resonate mm-hmm. with people individually. And that's what we hope happens through this podcast. And if you are listening, um, that's the goal of this, is to to bring you some information, some knowledge, but not knowledge uh, for knowledge's sake only. It's knowledge that leads us into a deeper understanding of God and the things of God. So let me share with you a little bit about where we're headed We're going to do this kind of in series. We might call them seasons. I don't know. We're kind of feeling our way through this. If you can't tell already, (laughs) it'll probably become very apparent. Um, But beginning in this first series, beginning with 
today's podcast, we want to focus on the Holy Scriptures, the Bible. So we'll look at a few areas uh, for each podcast. Revelation, inspiration, inerrancy, infallibility, illumination, and sufficiency. So we'll we'll walk you through that. But during these next few podcasts, feel free to email me a question you might have. Um, hopefully this will engender a number of questions for you. And at the end of this initial series on the Bible, we'll dedicate one podcast to answering your questions. So you can email me at jcranston, the letter J, C-R-A-N-S-T-O-N, at lowcountrycc.org. And I'll share that with you again, or Jen will, at the end of today's podcast. So Jen, when you think of those words that I just kind of spouted out there, how, how do you think most Christians react when they hear those terms, revelation, inspiration, inerrancy, infallibility, illumination, and sufficiency? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a, a really good question because it's not one that people will stop to ask themselves because I think there is a really big intimidation factor when it comes to theology. And I think that happens at every age, whether you're a child growing up in the church and you're somewhat processing those words to even people that have been in the church or are coming to the gospel late in life. Those can be really intimidating words, mm -hmm. as my grandma would say, those highfalutin, highfalutin those words. highfalutin church <laughs> words. Um, and I think with anything that scares us, our human nature is to have this fight or flight instinct. But the problem when it comes to theology is not a lot of people want to stick out for the fight. So they just fly yeah. away from it yeah. and um, gravitate to what they do know, gravitate to the simple, gravitate to what feels good. And um, so one of the things I'm most excited about in this time that we'll have together here at the kitchen table is that we're hoping to break those things down a little bit. So how would we start off putting some of those big words that you just mentioned into layman's terms? Well, let me, let me, let's do this. Let's talk about, let me, let me define revelation, inspiration, illumination, very, very simply revelation. Think about it like this from God to, to us. Um, we hear what God wants written. So revelation is God to us, and that's through his word, the Bible. And then inspiration is from the authors of the Bible to paper, or in their uh, case, it might have been papyrus, it could have been parchment, whatever they wrote it on. So revelation goes from God to us, and inspiration goes from the authors that God chose to putting it on paper. They write down that which God wanted written. Gotcha. So we've got revelation from God to man, yep. inspiration from man to paper, and illumination from paper to heart. Illumination from paper to heart. And that's where we receive through the Holy Spirit the light of that which God has, in fact, written. So let's talk a little bit more specific about that revelation of Scripture. What exactly are we talking about? Well, let's say, let's just define it this way. So it's God to man. It's God supernaturally revealing himself to us through the written word. So supernaturally, God revealed himself how through the written word. And in doing that, he communicated truth to us that there's no other way we would have known that. There's no way we were able or capable, I should say, of discovering that on our own. There's a Bible verse in uh, all the way back in Deuteronomy, which is uh, chapter 29, verse 29. The secret things belong to the Lord our God, 
but the things revealed, there's that word, belong to us and to our sons forever that we may observe all the words of this law. So these were secret things belonging to God, but those things were revealed to us and to our children and generation after generation. So generally understood, Revelation is about God's written communication to us in the Bible. And that, that very word itself means a, an unveiling, a, a disclosure. Um, something previously unknown is known. Gotcha. So how how exactly God has spoken this to us in the written word, the written word of God, which kind of then presents a natural question, how did he do that? Hebrews tells us God, after he spoke long ago to the fathers and the prophets in many portions and in many ways. So there were different ways, various ways. So let, let's just run through a couple of them really quickly. Ways that God has has revealed himself to us as humanity. He often spoke to us through angels. Uh, we're not too far removed from Christmas. And angels, 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 and angels. Uh, currently, in, uh, right now, as we're recording this, we're studying uh, or uh, we're going through a teaching series in church here at Low Country Community Church on uh, Acts, and we see angels all through Acts. So angels were all over the place. They spoke to Lot and um, Daniel, Zacharias, Mary, the shepherds, uh, to Philip, to Peter, and, and that way too, that, those people also. Another way God spoke to us is through a loud voice. Um, and you can just think of Adam, Noah, Abraham, Moses, Joshua, Samuel, Elijah, Jeremiah. He spoke to them through a voice they they knew was the voice of God. There's no question about it. And then the for some of us, you know, we recoil at a loud voice and we love the quiet voice. But isn't it good to know he spoke to us through a still, small voice also? Um Probably one of our all-time favorites is he spoke through a donkey, which <laughs> gives me great encouragement every Sunday. Definitely a favorite of the, the children's ministry here. <laughs> uh, he's spoken to us through nature. My goodness. Uh, just, you know, you look outside, you see the handiwork of God. He speaks uh, or has spoken through dreams. God used that method on a number of occasions to to Jacob, to Solomon, to uh, Joseph, Mary's husband. Uh, the wise men were warned of Herod, uh, Herod's evil intentions through a dream. Uh, he's spoken through visions, and that's all over the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament. He spoke to us through, I love this, a Christophany. Ooh, that's a big word. That's another big word. <laughs> it's it's the word Christ and then Ophany. And that's a pre-Bethlehem appearance of Jesus. And there, there's at least 10 times in the um, Old Testament um, where we have this, uh, this appearance of Jesus. Um, when you read the term, the angel of the Lord, um, maybe back in Genesis, the angel of the Lord wrestled with Jacob. Theologians all ever since them have known that was that was Christ. Um, and so that's a really cool thing, I think, that we don't study about a lot. And I think we will, in a later podcast, we'll look at some of those Christophanies, pre-Bethlehem appearances of Jesus. We don't study 
any of this really a lot. I mean, we, yeah. we mention things, you know, as they come up in scripture, kind of in a, a narrative form, but I think in a day to day, Hey, how is God speaking to you today that we either, maybe we feel embarrassed about the way we feel God is or is not speaking to us. But mm-hmm. I, and I think part of that again, is that insecurity of, well, he's not talking to me in this specific way, right. but we miss out on all these other ways that he's mm-hmm. speaking to us. So it, it's good to to just know that it doesn't have to be like many things. It's not always going to be the way we think it's right. going to be. Right. So how do you, what do you think people miss out most when it comes to having these revelations from the Lord, from the inspired word? I think sometimes we look, we're, we're not content with, God's revealed word. Mm. We want him to write it in green ink in the sky. Just, you know, if he would only give me a vision, if he'd only give me a dream, if he would only speak to me through a donkey, if he would, if he, if he, if he only would. And, but everything we need is written from Genesis to Revelation. And where, where God gives us guidance and leadership and reveals himself to us, which is through the Bible, there is no need to reveal himself through a vision or a dream. Can he do it? Sure. Does he do it? Absolutely. I think there are times, absolutely, he, he does sometimes. We know many occasions uh, it's occurring now in the Muslim world, mm. in the Middle East. God is doing a lot of revealing of himself through visions and dreams. I've talked to former Muslims. That's how they met Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, but think about it. They had no access to the written word. And so because of his love, if you don't have access to the written word and he wants to reveal himself to you, how is he going to do it? Mm. Well, he's going to do it through some other supernatural means. And to answer your question, I think we almost discount the supernatural element of the Bible. Absolutely. Because we see these other things as being really supernatural when the Bible is one of the most incredible supernatural gifts God will ever give to us. And man, do we take that for granted. Yeah. I think because we have, we are so fortunate where we live right here in Bluffton, South Carolina and the United States in general have just such ease of access to God's yep. word. And we can't say that about our brothers and sisters all over the world. And so it's something we definitely need to feel that prick of conviction about when we we think, well, you're just not talking to me. Mm-hmm. I got all the answers for yeah. you right here. You're just not, right. you know, reach out, reach out. I want to talk to you. And a lot of times, we'll, you know, when people might say that to me and out of frustration, and rightly so, I mean, I totally understand that. I've been there. Um, but I'll always follow that up. You know, well, God's not, I don't know, and God's not doing this or that. And I'll say, are you spending time in the Word? Well, yes and no. Well, maybe that's why. You know, if you want to hear from God, you've got to spend time in His Word. Mm. So as we wrap up today's podcast, let's remember that the real power of theology is not only knowing it, but applying it. Mm -hmm. So I think perhaps the best way we can take this home and apply what we've covered today is to systematically read the Bible, increase your intake of God's revealed written word to us that's found there. It's through his word that we know and understand who God is and really who we are and his purpose and plan for our lives. We would love to hear from you. Maybe today's podcast brought up some questions or maybe multiple questions. And as Pastor Jeff mentioned earlier, in a few weeks, we're going to devote a podcast solely to answering your questions. So send them on over. Email us at jcranston. Again, that's J. 
Cranston, C-R-A-N-S-T-O-N at lowcountrycc.org. Ask a question or tell us what you're listening to and from. Tell us a little bit about yourself. We would love to hear from you. And also, you can go ahead and head on over to iTunes or whatever platform you typically listen to your podcasts on and subscribe. Maybe we'll even look for that rating or review to come in because you would be so helpful because the more ratings and reviews that we get in, the more people we can find to join us here at the kitchen table for Kitchen Table Theology, and we can reach out to more and more people. Additionally, you can always head over to jeffcranston.com or lowcountrycc.org for show notes on this and other podcasts. So we'll see you next time when our topic will be the inspiration of the Bible. That's going to be a great one, and you won't want to miss it.